get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Brooke Grimsley, Carrie Davis, Randy Carricker, Carrie stepping out as we visit with Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Waino and Adam Wainwright, of course, the founder of Big League Impact. And it's great to have him with us on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Waino. How you doing? Doing great. How are y'all doing? Everything's great here in St. Louis. We were thrilled with your outing on Monday night at Arizona. How did you feel waking up on Tuesday morning? Awesome. I feel great. I feel uh, I'm about to... About to uh, go in and do a little lift here in a few minutes. Um, body feels great. Shoulder feels great. Uh, just, I mean, you know, if you knew back then, if I knew back then what I know now, I probably would have done this at least a month ago, maybe two months ago, just taking some time, get a shot, get the inflammation out, and the results would have been <laughs> just so much better. But you don't, you just don't always know. You know, some, sometimes it's uh, it's hard to know. I'm sorry, I put my team in those those situations, those last three games I pitched before I had to step out that I uh, just wasn't able to compete like I wanted to. And, and uh, you know, I have regrets about that, but also know that I pushed it as far as I could. And, you know, you, you give everything you can and, and everything you got, and sometimes it's sometimes it's enough and sometimes it's not enough, and sometimes you need to get some help. And, and uh, I had to get some help, but I feel so much better now about it. I feel so much more confident going into games now and uh, just a world difference, man. It's just a world of difference. And Adam, you told us last week that you wish you had taken them early, earlier. Were you reticent to, were you reluctant to, to take the shots? Well, uh, I, I, I knew I was going to have to do it eventually. I just kept having these teaser moments where things would get better for a bullpen or for, I'd go out and feel really good. And, you know, you don't want to do that. You can't do it all the time, right? You don't want to waste those bullets until you really need them. Um, just it, you can only take, you know, maybe two, maybe three shots a season, uh, and still stay stay healthy. Really, it's just bad for you to take too much, and you know you don't want to become dependent on them either. And sometimes you got to learn how to grind through injuries and and pitch through, and that's just part of being professional. Um, and and sometimes sometimes you, you just need to step back and and take a take a break and and get better. And uh, I had to do that. I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I'm better now, and and uh, that yesterday was a or two days ago was a great jumping off point. You know, it was a great. Uh, was a, there's a lot that can be built off of that. My curveball was was spinning good, and I was able to change some arm slots around and be a be a real pitcher out there. Just think uh, the ball again, get some late life. I mean, you know, they only had what three four hits off me, um, and uh, once I settled in, it was just a, that was the first time all year I've had mojo where I felt like confident I was going to execute, confident in my stuff confident the next pitch was going to be where it's supposed to be you know fully confident is is a is a real weapon and if you're if you're feeling like that on the mound you could do some cool things well we're glad that you're feeling great just going back prior to monday we know that the plan originally was for you to face teammates in a live batting practice session in arizona and then it turned into you returning to the starting rotation what changed well okay so there was it was uh 
originally it was going to be throw a live BP, and then it thought, well, you know, the staff thought maybe based off guys in the past who tried to come back too early, let's let's do a live BP and maybe a, a rehab start. And, and my situation is a little different, uh, especially at this point in the season. I said, hey, listen, I know what y'all are saying, and I appreciate you wanting to take care of me, but know this. I only got two months left in my career. Don't waste them in AAA. Don't waste them in on on the on the on the backfield throwing to to our players that don't mean anything. I said I'm I'm healthy. You you just need to trust me. I I can pitch whenever you need me to better than anything you've seen all year. Trust me. I promise you. I'm telling the truth. And uh, and and there's a lot of faith and there's a lot of trust built up through the years here. Um, you know when when you tell the truth. Um, that's when that's when coaches and staff can really trust you. And uh, you know, I think me saying, "Hey, I appreciate y'all wanting me to keep taking the ball, but I need to step back. I need to get better. This team deserves more out of me." Uh, that earned a little bit of faith in there too. And when I said, "Hey, listen, I'm good to go. Trust me," they trusted me. And when a spot came available, because Dakota was going to start yesterday or two days ago, Dakota was going to start, but when he had to pitch. Uh, in Chicago, things kind of changed. So the the option was either to call somebody up or to let me take that start. And I and they asked me if I was able, and I said, I'm telling you, I'm ready to pitch that game. I can help us win that game. Trust me in that situation. And they did, and uh, it worked out. Adam Wainwright with us in the opening drive yeah. on 101 ESPN. And, Wayno, you just answered one of my questions. I was going to ask you if it had struck you that there's two months left in this glorious career of yours, and it, it has struck you. So what sort of emotions are you having with that knowledge? You know what? It's just that I'm in total peace with, with all of it. I know that it's time. Um, I know that it's time to, to, to do the next thing when the season's over with. I'm good with that. I've, that's exactly where I wanted to get to in my career was, was stepping away at, at the right time to not, have, to, uh, to not look back and have any regrets about not finishing strong or not finishing at the right time. And I've, I've just played with too many players that, that came back to me and said, listen, play as long as you can because when you stop playing, you can't go back. And I've, I've played with four or five guys who had great careers that said, man, I should have played two more years. Trust me. Trust me. You're going to you're going to regret if you go home before it's time. And uh, I really took that to heart, you know, and plus, I just love playing this game. And I love playing for our team. I love playing for this city. And uh, I love representing the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, I got Cardinal red running through my blood now. Red is my favorite color. I mean, I, there's just so many different things I can tell you about that. But I love playing the game. I'm still having a lot of fun playing the game. Uh, the game has gotten a little harder for me to, to be ready for the, the every five days, especially this year as I was going through things. But I'm glad to be back healthy again. I'm glad to be able to go back out there and compete. I'm having a ball pitching, especially especially going out there and changing arm angles was something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm thinking, you know, it's a freeing moment where you go, hey, I might as well do it now because I ain't going to be able to do it in three, four months. So let's go ahead and do this thing. You know, let's let's go ahead and see what the hitters say because you don't really know what your stuff's doing until the hitters tell you. You can throw great bullpens. You can throw nasty what looks like nasty stuff. But if the hitters are hitting the balls in the gap and over the fence, then you got stuff to work on. So uh, yesterday, that's the real that's the real test. Two days, that's the real test of going out there and uh, and putting it into action and seeing what the hitters. Think about it, and it you know those kinds of things. I've I've done it twice now. I did it against Florida to the Marlins, and uh, I guess Miami. Now isn't it? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm dating myself. <laughs> um, Miami, you know, it, the, the last three innings I pitched there, 
I, I kind of started changing angles a little bit, and I was having a blast doing it then too. And I'm thinking, man, I should have been doing this for the last 15 years. What have I did? <laughs> so, uh, no, but the pitching is still fun. Pitching is still exciting to me. The, the preparation is, is is looking at those hitters' weaknesses and thinking sequences and how to get through those at bats the third time through. I still love that stuff, man. So um, it's going to be. I'm I'm still going to uh, miss playing the game, but it is the right time. Adam, there are a lot of young players that when you were a young player, I'm sure that veterans were talking and they they heard but probably didn't listen. And I'm sure there's young players that you talk to that you know, okay, they're hearing what I'm saying, but they're not really listening. I'm really glad, and I bet you are too, that you listened to Jeff Supon. I know he was one of those guys that told you that, right? That, okay, make sure that when you're done, you're done. Yeah, yeah, and he took it to an extreme level, man. He went down and he was playing AAA when he was like, you know, almost 40 years old. I would not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> people people asked me before, like, hey, what happens if you, you know, they they have to send you down? I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> if I get sent down, I get sent home to South Georgia, buddy. That's the only place I'm getting sent down to. So um, it's been a great, it's been a great run. I've had so much fun playing this game of baseball. I can't believe what a, what a great, tremendous blessing it is to play the, the game of baseball for a living for my whole career uh, in St. Louis. I mean, just, just furthers the, the blessing, right? So um, I, have, I have no regrets. Everything I did led me to where I'm at right now. Um, so looking back, would I change anything? I don't think I would change a single thing, you know, except for maybe some of my my uh, my work after starts. Maybe I'd spend a little more time in recovery maybe. But you know what? Like I said, everything that I did, everything that, that I pushed through, it all led me to right here and uh, into this moment where I'm, you know, I'm playing for a great organization 18 and a half years later. And still loving every day of it, so not much to look back and regret about. Wayno, couldn't help but notice on Monday on your start how much your teammates, you could tell how much they are wanting to go out there and play for you because of everything that you've done for this organization. How much have your teammates really lifted you up during this year? A ton, a ton, especially last night I really felt it. Last night everybody wanted that. They wanted, they, they wanted 199 for me so bad. They just did. You know, I could feel it. And when I came out of the game, I believe the big sigh of relief would get out of a, kind of a jam there in the, in the fifth inning. And, and I come into the dugout, and, and uh, everybody's just beaming. You know, they've got these big smiles. They want to see me do it. And it's not, I'll tell you what, the, the really cool thing about it for me, it's not just my teammates. It's, it's players around the league uh, will reach out and go, dude, we're rooting for you, man. I'm, you know, praying for a win tonight or just excited for you to finish this thing strong. And, and I just had so many messages like that from, from guys across the league, uh, even after a bat, sometimes they're rounding first, come back by, by, you know, back by me, and just like, dude, bring it, you know, bring it home. Like, come on, you can finish this thing strong. Not, not necessarily against their team, but um, talking about careers and seasons, and it's just, um, you know, you bond with players, especially guys you play against or with for a long time. There's just a different level of bonding there. Um, that the, the baseball, the game of baseball itself is a big fraternity and and a big family and. Sometimes you fight against other guys and the other teams, but uh, but but there's a lot of love from players around the league, and I've really really appreciated it. That is uh, that's so cool. Hey Adam, this weekend, last time you see the Cubs, we're talking about heading down the stretch here and, and kind of the twilight. And I know that you've always enjoyed the Cardinals Cubs rivalry. And last weekend, your your last trip into Wrigley, and now here you are uh, with your last opportunity to see the Chicago Cubs. Yep. 
Yep, yep. And I was hoping, I was hoping so much that two hundred was going to be against the Cubs. I wanted that bad. <laughs> I really did. I really did. But um, and, and 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 leaving Wrigley the other day, you know, it was that same at peace feeling. It was. It was. I know I'm coming back there. I know I'm going to go back there and watch games with my family. I know I'm going to go back there and hopefully maybe call a game or two broadcasting. Um, I know I'm just going to go back there uh, just to visit as a fan. I'm going to go have a hot dog and drink a beer in the stands. I'm just going to do it just because it's just it's baseball there. You know, that just feels like the game of baseball, and, and I love that place. But um, playing against the Cubs is, you know, it's been one of the best rivalries it's been the best rivalry of, of my career and it's just been a, a great thing to watch is from fan bases going against each other. And, you know, I'll be sad a little bit when it's all over and looking back, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm to the point now where I am such, I'm so much at peace. It's a really, it's a really cool place to be in my career to, to know that, that uh, I've had a good career. Um, things could have gone a little better sometimes, you know, dang, I wish I hadn't had a couple of injuries, but there's nothing I can do about that. You know, there's nothing I can it's not like I can go back and go, all right, don't run hard out of the box or whatever and you won't blow your Achilles out or don't don't throw so many pitches and you won't blow your arm out. It's part of the game. It's part of playing the game of baseball. It happens. And I just know that when I when I get done, I give you everything I had. I put everything out there. There's no there's there's there shouldn't be any doubt in anybody's mind. There's definitely no doubt in my mind that I gave you every single thing I had. And so, you know, don't don't be sad. I, I try not to remind myself, don't be sad, just be glad. You've got to do it. You know, don't be sad about it leaving. Be glad you got the chance to do it in the first place. And it strikes me when you, when you say that in that answer, of all people to say this is why we need the DH in the National League, the last guy we should have been saying that about is Adam Wainwright leaving the, the box in, in Milwaukee, right? The, the, the last thing you wanted was a designated hitter in the National League. Oh, I, I still don't love it. I still, <laughs> I still am not a fan of it. I still think the game is better with, with more strategy and, and, and other things involved with when, when hitters were, when pitchers were taking their, their hitting seriously, those last couple of years, pitchers completely got, I think, I think they knew the DH was coming and teams stopped pushing their guys to get better at it. You know, I used to be doing sliding practice and getting off the bases and doing base running drills and, and bunting for, for, you know, 30, 45 minutes and taking line drive swings to right field and, pulling balls inside. We used to really work on our batting practice. In the last couple of years, we really got away from that, and it made it look even worse. And I I don't know. If, I'm not so sure that wasn't a Major League Baseball going, hey, tell your players to stop working, your pitchers to stop working, all that. We really need to get rid of it. I don't know what happened, but um, teams stopped, stopped taking it seriously. And so you saw results get really bad at, at hitting them. Pitchers, I'm not saying pitchers were ever, you know, silver slug, play every day type players. But it used to be a priority. They, there was there was a, an emphasis put on practice and getting better at it. And the Cardinals really did that well for a long time. And we took pride in being the, the best hitting organization out there. Uh, and then to have it taken away, I just feel like I'm not as much of an athlete. You know, I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm a complete player like I once was. I, the best feeling in the world to me, Randy, was when I got done with a baseball game pitching nine innings with clay on my uni from sliding on the bases. <laughs> that is when I go back and look at the ninth inning of some of my games and I see clay on my pants, I know I was a, I was a baseball player that day. That made me feel special. Well, speaking of rules, there's a lot of discussions right now about the pitch clock and adding a few seconds during the playoffs. I know that you've talked to us about it before about possibly extending the pitch clock. Do you still feel that way about it? Yeah. And, and listen, the, the biggest rule, whether they extend the pitch clock or not, because it's not the, the time is not a big, 
it's not a huge situation to I me. Mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that at all. But the starting pitcher, or the reliever in the game, if there's nobody on base, the start, the pitcher needs to have a timeout or two. It's just ridiculous to me that the guy who's out there on the mound all the time can't call timeout with nobody on base when the hitter who comes up there for three pitches or whatever, sometimes a one pitch can call a timeout, you know, and that just doesn't make any sense to me. There's, there's about, there's probably three or four times in a game, maybe more where, where a pitcher needs to be able to step off and gather their thoughts and think about selection or whatever that they just need some timeouts with nobody on, you know, with there's, when there's people on base, you can, you can step off and you can throw it to the base twice, three times if you can get them, but usually you're in, maybe do it once but maybe sometimes twice but nobody on it's still important those 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 seconds are counting down and, and you're watching the clock but really you're thinking through the sequencing all right i got this guy especially second third time to the order all right i got this guy out this time last time all right what am i thinking here what's his reaction going to be and sometimes that that just that just dwindles down on you but also those times where a pitcher let's say a pitcher gives up two or three two base hits in a row the biggest, the biggest advantage for a pitcher in those moments is to be able to step off and slow the momentum down of the other team. And I think that, I think honestly, that the, with Major League Baseball wanting more offense, that's what they're kind of driving. They don't want the pitcher to be able to slow that down just briefly. They don't want them to. They want more offense. They want more run score. They want more action. They want fans to see cool things. But for pitcher, from a pitcher standpoint. One of the best weapons we have is to be able to step off and slow down and make the hitter go on our terms. And uh, with the switch clock, you're not able to do that. And so stopping those those uh, those run scoring innings where they put three four hits together, that ball starts rolling. It's a little harder to stop that now. It really is. And and I'm still learning. I, you know, I missed spring training with the pitch clock. We didn't have it in the WBC, but I'm still learning how to master the pitch clock. A little bit. Yesterday was. I've, I've made twelve starts this season. Now, yesterday was probably the first time all year that I felt in connection and in control of the pitch clock, as opposed to it controlling my tempo. So that was a little bit of a learning curve for me, also. I mean, uh, eighteen years doing it one way, all of a sudden, hey, just learn it. Just all of a sudden, we're going to be. You're going to change the timing dramatically, and you get no timeouts, and you know, blah blah. blah. It's it's just a big change. You know, it really was bigger than I thought it was going to be. So it's just a learning curve. Hey, Adam, we're closing in on fantasy football season Friday, August 18th. People have the opportunity to get out to Bush Stadium, play catch on the field, and uh, hear from several of your teammates along with yourself as we get ready for the fantasy football season with Big League Impact. Yep, we've almost got six full leagues uh, of 12 already. We've got uh, myself and Tommy Edmond, uh, Stephen Matz, Drew Verhagen, Lars Nooper, Ryan Held, they all signed up to play in leagues with everyone, and and uh, we'd love to keep filling up leagues, man. I promise you this. If we keep filling up leagues, I'll keep finding players to join in with us. Um, I know some of our Blues hockey guys have uh, have have uh, expressed interest in getting in, too. So if you're a fan of the Cardinals, you're a fan of, of, of the Blues, if you're a fan of fantasy football, we'd love you to join in with us at, uh, at the field on August 18th. And, and uh, come come join in. We're going to have a great time. We're going we're gonna to play catch on the field. We're going to you know get some instruction from our coaches on the field. We're going to... We're going to have a great time hanging out, asking questions, and we're going to uh, give out some autographs. And We're just going to have a good time. We're going to play a full, a full fantasy season together. And I want to say thanks for, uh, to Community America for sponsoring fantasy football this year. Community America has been such a great partner for us um, this year. But, uh, and we also have our all-win campaign. So there's lots of different things going on. You can go to sign up for fantasy football. You can go to uh, bigleagueimpact.org 
slash STL fantasy football. And to, to see whatever else we could go, just go to bigleagueimpact.org. we got all kinds of programs going on. We'd love to have as much interest uh, involvement as we can possibly get. Adam, you sound happy. It's great to to hear the smile on your face. I know you've got the family there, but to be back on the mound and feeling good, we're, we're thrilled about it and glad that you're happy and can't wait to see a pitch here in St. Louis again. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. Thanks, Adam.